0: Tonight's story is on the Bell Witch of Adams, Tennessee. I currently live in Nashville, so it's about an hour away from Nashville. place where they do these tours, the, you know, the old site of the Bell House and the, the Bell Witch Cave. Um, they do tours in the summer and in October. Apparently, there's a fall festival the bell witch which i didn't do that did this past october go and do a little tour of the house which the house is a replica of the original the original house is not there it's so all the cave and the cave personally is the really cool part that's mainly what i went for is because i wanted to see the cave i've never been in a cave thought it would be cool it was cool i was a little bit claustrophobic at points the cave was cool and apparently The Bell Witch was one of the inspirations for the Blair Witch, and I'm a bad, bad, bad horror fan because I have yet to see the Blair Witch. I don't know, it doesn't really speak to me. Like, I don't, I've never really been into it. I do remember when it came out. Uh, It was like late 90s, was it 99, 98? But I don't know why, when I think of the Bell Witch, I have like this memory tied to Dawson's Creek. I don't know if there was an episode where they copied the Bell Witch or if it was like promoted during <laughs> a Dawson's Creek episode. I don't know why I have that connection in my mind. I don't know, I don't know where it is. But I did use to watch Dawson's Creek sometimes. And another thing that I learned was North Carolina and Mississippi have their own Bell Witch legends. So I guess the Bell Witch got around. She wasn't just in Tennessee. She apparently traveled to North Carolina and Mississippi, too. Adams, Tennessee, when we went there, it is a very small town. I don't think anything really goes on there except for the Bell Witch. I saw, we saw a lot of tobacco farms. I'd never seen before, but they have these really tall barns, I guess is where they hang it. I don't really know, but there's like smoke coming out of it. So apparently that's what they do there. But I will insert drawings, pictures of So the story goes from 1817 to 1821, the bell family, bellwitch, bell family, that's where the bellwitch name came from. But during that span of time, The Bell family was haunted by the Bell Witch. The haunting started out as the family hearing scratching and other noises like that. The noises were kind of small at first. The witch or the ghost was mostly invisible, could speak, physically touch people, and shapeshift. The entity claimed to be somebody named Kate, or Old Kate Batts. One time, when asked what the spirit wanted, said that an angry Native American spirit whose grave had been disturbed on the property. Because above the cave is supposedly where there's a Native American burial ground. Which, when you go down to the entrance of the cave, they tell you that. But you never actually see it. The family members that were mostly affected by this being were the father, John Bell, and one of the daughters named Betsy Bell. So the ghost was nice to some family members and not so nice to others. I think that the ghost liked the mother, which is kind of interesting when we later figure out what happened to John Bell But all this activity kicked off when John saw a creature that claimed to have the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. One vision that Betsy saw was a girl in a green dress swinging from an oak tree. And I don't, an oak tree. And I don't know if she means like swinging, like playing, like she was swinging off of a tree or like swinging, you know what I'm saying? But there were times when John Bell's mouth became paralyzed. The kids were pinched, slapped, and had their hair pulled. Oh, and I forgot to mention there's another theory about who the the Bell Witch was. There's theories nobody really knows. Although I have a very obvious theory about what it was, but there's another theory that the ghost was a neighbor of John Bell's who was cheated out of a land purchase. Of all the things to haunt somebody about. <laughs> and the ghost would supposedly have full-on conversations with the family members and enjoyed having religious arguments. Would the ghost, would mimic family members' voices, not only inside the house, but from afar? So I guess there was, I'm trying to remember what the story was because I didn't write it down, but there was a story about how other family members, not the Bell's immediate family, but other family that lived in the town, for example, would hear them, family members calling out to them that like weren't in the house. But were like across town which that is so interesting because um i have i i really need to share like my ghost story but um when i moved out of my mom's house because all these things that happened in my mom's house my parents house kind of kicked off with me i started experiencing experience really weird stuff but after i moved out then my mom and my sister, my sister who was still living at home, started experiencing things after I left. And one of the things that my mom experienced was there was a couple times where she heard someone say, mom, like clear as day, but it sounded like you know my sister she, she thought it was my sister and she thought that she wasn't feeling well and was calling her for some reason so then my mom goes in my sister's room and is like yeah and my sister's like I didn't I didn't what I didn't say anything but my mom was like there was no mistaking it and so I guess you know she's saying like whatever said that sounded just like my sister but it wasn't my sister but I all of that kicked off with me I started seeing weird stuff in my room And then no matter where I lived, I would see weird stuff and that went on for like all of my 20s and then things still kind of happen now, but they're different. Like it's not as vivid, it's more brief, but I will be doing a video about that. I will. It's very interesting because I would love to know if other people have experienced something similar to what I did. The ghost would sing hymns and give fruit to family members, supposedly. I just, that's just wild, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. She's like, the ghost was like a little Sour Patch Kid. You know, she was like, she's, she's, she's sour and then she's sweet. She's like pulling your hair and then she's giving you fruit. You know, like what? What? But Back to John Bell or old Jack, as the Bell Witch supposedly called him, she hated him and would later supposedly go on to poison John Bell. And that is how he died. He was poisoned. I think they found out it was arsenic poisoning, which, come to find out, People were just getting poisoned by arsenic left, right, and center back in the day. I I don't know. Like some of it obviously had to have been, or I would say like most of it, right? Like had to have been intentional. So it was the bell which is supposedly poisoned him. But personally, like it had to have been a family member of his, right? I mean, and especially like women. When women kill, that is how they do it a lot of the time. And the the witch really liked his wife. Like, could have been the wife. I've also heard stories that it could have been somebody who worked on his property. Um, But there's, I mean, it was so long ago and there's just, like, a lot of guessing, basically. Andrew Jackson, before he was president, investigated the farm after hearing stories near and far about the Bell Witch. And so he wanted to wanted to go and check it out for himself so he took a bunch of his men and they did not make it the night were scared off during their investigation and supposedly like a lot of aspects to this story about the bell witch and the bell family a lot of this stuff is not confirmed it's just one big old ghost story that has endured that people like a lot for some reason but the witch's abilities her supernatural abilities have been compared to a djinn or a genie or like i don't know some kind of like demonic spirit but i thought that was kind of cool because it like when i read that it immediately made me think of wishmaster during those movies from the 90s or uh even the leprechaun but it's like you know these evil spirits that, if you make a wish, it turns out like always messed up and like backfires on you really bad. The Wishmaster. I never to rewatch those. There is another theory that Betsy Bell was something of a ventriloquist because she tried to get a man named Joshua Gardner to marry her, and the witch would say or the voice of the witch would speak out and say that she was gonna stick around until they got married. And when they didn't get married, the voice stopped. Which is weird, because she said that she would stay until they got married. Wait, the voice of the witch would stay until they got married, okay? And then it didn't happen and the voice stopped anyway. And I've kept going in that case, I don't know. But all the activity largely stopped around john bell's death interesting but the spirit after this point told the family that it would be gone for seven years but it would come back and it did for a little bit similar activity as before continued and then stopped again when the witch left years since this you know story of the bell family the bell witch has been used as an excuse to get away with murder there's a man one time who claimed he was the witch and was murdered by two other men when he supposedly when he supposedly bewitched them so back to the cave in addition to the supposed Native American burial ground over top of the cave, there was a, a grave inside the cave that supposedly contained a little girl and then somebody apparently stole her bones and after that happened, people started leaving little gifts for her, but if you steal her gifts or anything from the cave, you will be cursed. And so apparently this is a very real thing because people have been known to mail back whatever they've stolen from the cave to try and break the curse. There was like a story of some guy who, after he visited the cave and stole a rock or a dollar or something from it, because people will leave money around the cave, little toys, anything with a little bit of value um, as a gift. For the spirits and uh but supposedly some guy like lost his job his wife divorced him he got into like a major car accident after obviously all these things could be coincidence but people really believe this stuff and it has apparently happened to many people but as far as the cave goes there's a little bit of story around it basically the witch when she lies dormant is thought to be hiding out in the cave next to the house because it's very very close to the house when you go and see the house you just kind of like walk through a little bit of a wooded area down this like down some steps down to the cave so it's very very close to the house um The family used to use it as a natural refrigerator because a lot of times caves, you know, stay at a cooler temperature. And there was a story about, I think it was one of the bell children was playing around the cave. The parents always told the kids not to do that, but of course kids are gonna do what they wanna do. And one time a boy was playing in the cave and he got stuck in a hole and the bell witch helped him out of the hole So again, she is nice to some, deadly to others, but honestly, I didn't find The Bell Witch to be very compelling. Like, the story is never really, I don't know, I just didn't find it to be very interesting. I really just thought it was, you know, there's there's a lot more of a human explanation to it. Especially like, you know, a couple people specifically were targeted in the family, seemed to mostly be the dad. I don't know, like definitely seems kind of boring and made up to me. There are people out there that have spent decades doing research on the Bell Witch. But I would say, regardless of the legend, if you are in the Nashville area, and you're into this kind of thing like I am I always no matter where I go if there's an opportunity to see something creepy like I'll always do I'm always down for a ghost tour like down for haunted things I I, I love to do those kinds of things if you're in the area I wouldn't say travel here specifically for it but if you're here and you want to go see it it's famous it's a famous legend definitely would highly recommend the cave that's a lot of fun actually um There's a lot of caves and caverns around in, like, I guess, the South, the Midwest. Um, We're going to be going to Missouri after Christmas to go see my husband's side of the family. And they have a lot of caverns up there. Like, you see a lot of signs for them from the road. And um, I'm going to go on, like, a Jeep tour of one. Like, you literally just sit in a Jeep and they take you through the cavern. So... I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. So I'll be going on my second (laughs) cave tour, cave cavern. Is there a difference between a cave and a cavern? I think this means the same thing, right? Anyways, this is a cave. I'm going to be going to a cavern. So much fun. But that'll be it. And if you wanna check this out on audio, you can find it on the Spooky Mom podcast subscribe on YouTube. I also have a Horror Mom podcast where I talk about all things horror movies. And I'll see you in my next video, or podcast episode. See you next time.